I know there are things that are good for me, like fitness, eating right, staying healthy, self-improvement, but why do I find it so hard to actually do? Phenomenal question. Listen, before I get into the answer, Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? This is the End-to-End Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Yun Nguyen, as you all can affectionately call me Ninja or the Prolific Ninja. All my friends call me Ninja, too. This is the End-to-End Podcast, the alpha to the omega, the beginning to the end, talking about life, success, entrepreneurship, drive, motivation, and offering you morsels in this all-you-can-eat buffet called life. We are here on a new set that is in development But glad to be here, and as I start every show, as I start my day with a bit of gratitude, I want to thank everybody out there that has been following, commenting, sharing, especially sharing the episodes, the posts on Instagram, on all social media platforms, at N2N Podcasts. As you all know, or if you're new to this show, we don't have any sponsors. All of this is done on my dime and my time. So the only way we can grow our show is if you... Like, comment, follow, and especially share the show. As I say, this is a value exchange. I like to give you good value. And so if you do find value in this show or any other episode, prior episodes of the show, please do share the show. As I like to say, if your knowledge swole, share the show. That's how we grow. To our mission, which is inspiring the lives of billions of people across the planet. Um, And if you're also new to the show, we have three different types of shows. One is where I just go on a stream of consciousness, consciousness, so to speak, for 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes talking about a topic about success, entrepreneurship, growth, personal growth and development. Uh, we have a second type of show where I bring on a guest. Those are longer shows, like an hour, hour and a half, sometimes split into two episodes because the, the, the conversation is so good. And then we have a third kind of show, which I call prolific Q&A, where questions are sent in from anywhere in the world. And I try to answer them on this show uh, focus around success and so on. So today's episode is a prolific Q&A episode. Uh, the first question uh, as I read it is, and, and this is ap- appropriate because we're about to hit summertime, and this has given you four, five months, uh, as we hit June, five months of time to work on your goals for 2023 or your lifelong goals or however long your goals are. It's given you five months now that you can evaluate your own performance. And more often than not, what I hear is that people have not hit their goals. In fact, they failed at their goals. So the first question is, is I've recently experienced failure. The problem is, is that I'm really, really hard on myself and frustrated. And sometimes it takes a long time to get out of this rut from that failure how can I be better about the process of accepting failure and moving on? That is a very great question because if you've listened to this podcast in the past, you understand that failure is actually, are actually the building blocks to success because you've got to fail in order to learn your lessons on how to succeed. And so each failure is a building block to success. What this question relates to is dealing with that failure and getting out of that, build, rebuilding that momentum from the failure in order to create that building block. And the failure can be in anything. 
could be a career goal, didn't get the job you want, didn't get the promotion you want, didn't get the bonus you want, didn't close the deal you wanted. Could be in, in school, didn't get the grades you want, didn't advance like you wanted to, didn't get the score you want, didn't, need, didn't get the score you needed to get accepted into whatever program you wanted to get. Could be in relationships, you know, uh, didn't, didn't get the girl or the guy you wanted to build a relationship with, lost friends, whatever. Failure happens in all areas of life. And it's something everybody must learn how to deal with, how to cope with. And in fact, that's wrong with society these days because you have a whole generation built on coddling kids and not allowing them to develop the coping mechanisms to deal with failure, like trophies for 17th place or whatever, right? But failure is a necessity to learn how to succeed. So how do you get through this failure? And, And the question, again, is related to how to deal with the failure or the emotions of failure in order to move on. Now, the common emotion related to failure is frustration. Frustration pointed externally, and that's the issue. The failure pointed externally is not the right coping mechanism for failure because the external direction of that frustration is, I didn't get blank. I didn't achieve blank. That blank is out external to you. I didn't get the job. I didn't get the grade. I didn't get the guy or the girl. I didn't get the improvement I wanted. You're projecting that frustration outwardly, okay? And that is the wrong projection. You see, if you take that frustration a little bit deeper, you'll understand that that frustration is actually your own guilt. And if you really understand yourself or look inwardly about failure, it's your guilt for not having prepared well enough to succeed, right? You'll find all these reasons to be frustrated. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. The coach didn't give me a chance. The teacher didn't give me a chance. My boss didn't give me a chance. You didn't get these chances because you didn't prepare yourself for success. You're pointing that failure frustration outwards, and so you'll never grow because you're blaming your own failure on an external thing when the fact is success and avoiding failure or preventing failure is all internal. So the frustration you're feeling actually is a subconscious coping mechanism because people rarely want to turn inwards and look at themselves. It's the hardest thing to do, to be frank with you, to be brutally honest with yourself. And if you are, you'll understand that your failure is a result of not having prepared well enough to succeed. Because if you had prepared well enough, then perhaps... A, you wouldn't find yourself in the situation to fail, right? So you're moving the probability of failure out of the equation or lowering the probability. And had you prepared yourself, maybe that external factor, your coach, your teacher, your boss, your friend, or whatever, would have given you the chance to succeed. You see, maybe the boss would have given you more responsibility in order to succeed because they're observing you. And if you're not preparing yourself, why would they give you a chance to succeed? They would give that chance to somebody else. Because in those situations, it's about results. The boss is going to give the opportunity for, to the person that is looking like or, or performing like they've prepared themselves for success. Why would the boss give you a chance if you're not preparing yourself? So you see the frustration of failure is understanding that it's your own guilt for not having prepared. 
So to the question, how do you get over that quicker? How do you get over that? Well, you have to understand it's about you, not about anybody else or anything else outside of you that caused the failure, right? So once you recognize that, and it's 100% likely you did not prepare well enough, once you understand that, now what? You can develop a action plan, an action plan to help prepare yourself for the next, whatever the next step or the goal is, or the next time period where you're gonna try to hit that same goal that you failed at. Now you're building a preparation plan. And that's why, uh, you know, just this morning, that's why I was exercising, working out with my uh, teenage boy. He's trying to prepare himself for a uh, career in basketball beyond high school. And so we're going to the gym. And the conversation was, you know, we finished, and it was an intense workout, but we finished pretty quick, 45 minutes, 50 minutes. And, you know, his, his remark was, that's it? I'm like, yeah, that's it. Right? Because... The example I gave to him, and this is the reason why a lot of people fail at their fitness so much, is I would rather go intense at 80, 90, sometimes even 100% consistently over a long period of time than trying to hit 100% for a shorter period of time. Because what happens is you, you go at 100% for a short period of time and you don't see the results you want, what do most people do? They quit. They haven't mentally or physically or, or spiritually even prepared themselves for long-term success. They're looking for near-term results. And so when you don't get the near-term results, what happens? You stop preparing yourself. You stop doing the things you need to do. So, but if you're going 70, 80%, 90% consistently over a longer duration, you know, and you have a long-term outlook, you know that each incremental block is building for success later. So you don't fail, right? So it's an understanding of the action plan to know that you need to put in the work and effort consistently over time to A, avoid failure, and if you do failure, and if you do fail, get over that failure quickly, okay? So great question. Understanding that failure is a part of success, uh, 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 a, a unavoidable part of, part of success. Um, gotta do it but you gotta understand that you cannot blame failure on external forces, because you'll never grow. You have to look inward and understand that ultimately it's probably your guilt that you know you didn't prepare yourself well enough to succeed. And that lack of preparation puts you in a position actually to fail, okay? So it's all about preparation, consistent, positive work, putting in incremental effort over a longer period of time. That avoids failure. And understanding that helps you get over failure much more quickly. You got to look inward. So great question on failure. Second question, and it kind of relates to the first one about exercise. I know there are things that are good for me, like fitness, eating right, staying healthy, self-improvement. But why do I find it so hard to actually do? Phenomenal question. Listen. Before I get into the answer, summertime is a great time to really make a change because there's more daylight, there's more energy in the, in the, in the, uh, in the vibes, um, there's more fun and activity, there's, there's just a lot of things you can do over the summer, which most importantly is self-improvement for yourself. 
But here's the thing. If it was so good, why don't more people do it? If fitness were so good and healthy, why can't people stick with it? The ultimate answer to that question is those people that can't stick to it, they live their life based on how they feel. That's the bottom line. And a successful life cannot be built on feelings, right? Success is a result, and results are binary. It either is or it isn't. You either get healthy or you don't. You either self-improve or you stay the same. You either eat healthy or you don't eat junk food. All these things on this side of the equation of doing things that are actually good for you, people don't do. Why? Because it takes work. It takes an investment. It takes, I like to couch things in positive phrases. So it's not sacrifice. It's not hard. It's not, um, you know, uh, it's not painful. It's none of that. It's an investment. People fail to invest in themselves. Why? Because investment requires those negative connotating words, work, uh, sweat, grind, dedication, discipline. It takes that, all those things that are associated, that are, quote, negatively associated, feelings. People can't deal with the feelings to understand that it's actually about results. Self-improvement, about results. It's either is or it isn't. It's one or zero, there's no grade in between. So when it's like, so when people are like, man, you need to go work out. You're going to feel a lot better. Oh, I just don't feel like it today. That's an easy cop out. It's an easy, easy way to say no. Because feelings are on a grade. It's on a scale. It's on a, you know, I feel, you know, if you wanted to put on a scale, I feel like a two. I feel like an eight. I feel like a five. You know, it's, it's just all over the place. It's random. Randomness does not lead to success. Randomness, you can get lucky and get successful, but randomness as a consistent um, uh, way to live does not equate to success. Does not equate to success. And what is most random? Feelings. There's no way to quantitate feelings. It's just how you feel at that time. I don't feel like reading. I don't feel like eating healthy. In fact, I feel like eating junky because it makes me feel good knowing that it's not healthy for you, right? So, uh, so when you live a life based on feelings and emotions, you can basically discount your probability of success to almost zero because you're not quantitating your life. The more you can take your life into a quantitative binary scenario, just talking about I'm not talking about relationships even. I'm just talking about how you can view success in your life. The more you move to a binary outcome, either there is or it isn't, the more efficient you'll be at success and, in fact, the more successful you will actually become. So ultimately, you have to ask your question, yourself the question related to the second Q&A question, do I want to get better or do I don't? Uh, either you want to get better or, you, I mean, that's the bottom line. Because once you commit to that binary result, it takes feelings out of the equation, right? Do I want to work out today 
Well, it relates to do I want to get better or not? So it's not I don't because I I I have days. Y'all know and I've done 75 hard three times. Just finished live hard phase one. There are days when I don't want to do the workouts. There are many days where I don't want to do the workouts. There are many days I don't want to do the reading. There are many days I want to have a glass of wine, but I don't. There are many days that I want to eat a little junky, but I don't. Because why? Because once I say, man, I don't feel like I want to work out today, my mind immediately switches, but I've agreed to myself that I want to get better. It's not I feel like I want to get better. It's I want to get better. So now it takes the, I feel like I don't want to work out, but I've agreed that I want to get better, so I'm just going to go work out. It takes feelings out of the equation. So once you understand that you cannot live a successful life based on feelings and switch all your decision, all your decisions about your life to a binary situation, it is or it isn't, to results-oriented scenario, I either do it or I don't. I'm either successful or I'm not. I accomplished it or I didn't. I finished the task or I didn't. There's only two outcomes in success. Either it is or it isn't. That's how you get through the goals of this question, which is all these areas of self-improvement about your health, about your um, knowledge, reading, about your diet, about your relationships. I either want to have a good relationship or I don't. Or I want to eat, uh, get my body healthy, or I don't. I want to see my career improve, or I don't. I want to travel the world, or I don't. It's not, how do I feel about the subject today? Or right now? Or whatever. It's, is or isn't. Now, some of you all out there might say, man, you can't live life black and white like that. It's not about that. It's the results that are black and white. Now, here's where the fun comes in, right? Here's where the fun comes in. Put the feelings after the result. I want to repeat that again. Put the feelings after the result. I want a supercar or I don't. Now, I put in the work to get the supercar. Now, how do I feel about that? Man, I feel ecstatic. I'll feel on top of the world. You see how that works? Put the feelings around the result. Don't put the feelings around the work. That's how you get better because what happens? You put the feelings around the result. It's a self, it's a feedback loop. Man, I feel great about having accomplished this result. Now let's go get the next one. You see how that works? It compounds. It's the compounding effect of success. So when you're sitting there and your feelings around, oh, man, this is work. I don't feel like it. Oh, man, you know, it's hot outside. I mean, you're just whining and crying. A, nobody wants to be around somebody like that. But B, you'll never get to the success to know what it feels like to be successful. Man, I want to make a million dollars today. I either am or I'm not. I hit the goal. Damn, this feels great. Let's go hit 10 million. I bet you it's going to feel even better. Well, yeah, it does. That's how it works. Man, I finished this book this week, and I learned so much that I can apply to my life. This feels fantastic. I've expanded my knowledge. I've become a better person. I've got, 
gained knowledge. I've gotten more enlightened. Now let's go read another book. I get that done. I've learned even more now. Now I can have more conversation with more intellectual people and I learn more from other people and get a different network of, of, of people that I can hang out with and talk about subjects that really make me a better person. It compounds. Man, I lost 10 pounds this week. Well, that's a little bit aggressive. Let's say, man, I lost 10 pounds this month. I'll feel great. Let's go lose another 10 next month. Keep the work going. You see, you tie the emotion to the success and the outcome. You don't tie them to the work you put in. People don't understand that. So it's not a very black and white way to live. It's actually a better way to feel about your life and the way you live when you focus on the emotions around the results. So back to the question. Great question. How do I stay consistent or why can't I get motivated or driven to do the things for self-improvement? A, get out of your feelings about doing the work. Focus on either re a results-oriented outcome, binary, is or it isn't. It's one or a zero. That's it, bottom line. Third part to the equation, focus on your feelings around the result, not the work. Because once you hit that success, I promise you, I promise you, you're going to feel great about yourself and you're going to want more of that. You're going to crave more of that. And that craving and that boost of results is going to give you an upward sloping curve to your life. You're going to surround yourself with better people. You're going to get better outcomes. Your career is going to grow. Your knowledge is going to grow. You're going to become more enlightened. You're, going to, you're just going to vibrate at a higher frequency going that way when you focus around a binary result, which then you can attach your positive emotions to, to grow your life. This has been a, I feel, a great episode of Prolific Q&A. And if you found knowledge in this or value, again, please do like, comment, follow, and especially share the show. If your knowledge swole, share the show. That's how we grow. Um, um, uh, as, we've, as we're redesigning or redeveloping our um, studio here, our podcast studio, uh, I want to add a new, a new finish uh, to the show. And as you all know, my core belief is, is grateful. Gratitude runs everything. So I'm grateful for y'all to listen, but I'll end the show with this. I'm going to say, be great, be more grateful. I'm your host, Dr. Young Nguyen of the End to End podcast. Looking forward to bringing you another episode very, very soon.